0: What's up, Pocket Dudes? Welcome to Pokemon Go to the Movies, the Pokemon movie podcast from us here at Gigaboots. I'm your host, Dan Video Games, and with me is Bob. Shaman. Dr.
1: Agro. Halkia did nothing wrong. Shiba Yagato.
2: Did you know that Shin Kamen Rider is a film?
1: <laughs> and Chris Wolfard.
3: You ever thought about the Sega Saturn?
0: Today, we're reviewing Pokemon movie number 11, Giratina and the Sky Warrior, or as it's known in Japan, Pocket Monsters, Diamond and Pearl, the movie Giratina, and the Sky's Bouquet, Shaman.
4: Hmm.
0: (laughs) Perhaps, okay. Perhaps more accurate, I suppose. We'll get into it, though. For people who haven't watched this series, what we do is we review each Pokemon movie as a movie. Also, in a number of very, very bizarre lenses, such as how good are the Pokemon this time? Do they have the correct one? Is Sneasel in it? (laughs) 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 And a bunch of other things. But let's go ahead and get into the movie first, and then we'll get to those categories later.
3: So I have a confession.
0: Okay. Oh.
3: I watched this movie twice. Oh. I watched it once yesterday. Then I woke up today and was like, I don't remember a single fucking thing about this movie.
1: Oh, thank God. I not thought it was just one,
3: me. Not one fucking thing. So I watched it again, and still, it is mostly not there.
2: There is a reason I take notes every time I watch one of these movies. And this movie's
0: it. It's like, hey, you've been preparing for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no, because this movie had Giratina, and is cool as shit. So I was, in fact paying attention
0: giratina in case you don't know is a very cool ghost noodle (laughs) yeah (laughs) except for when it goes leggy mode but uh yeah this movie uh you know i take very detailed notes watching it once and then i kind of revise my notes a little bit by watching it again and quite frankly this movie said a few sentences in a couple different parts that made me go i i could not have heard that correctly That makes no sense. They're like, now that Giratina is leggy mode, it has broken the time loop because it has entered the zone it is not in clearly in this scene. And I'm like, excuse me? What are we? Anyways, let's get to the movie. (laughs) For anyone who's been watching, the opening has just become identical (laughs) every movie. (laughs) So I'm just going to say what we do in Chugging Bleach, Soul Reapers. (laughs) <laughs> the only difference <laughs> is this time is there's a togekiss and Cresselia's there and the diamond protagonist uh dude is fighting the third gen protagonist dude and it's a Mike mortar versus riparian fighters it's, it's pretty cool i guess yeah, it is it, they did not do a zoom in of the third gen protagonist and i was kind of upset yeah we see him <laughs> basically from the bleachers
3: yes. <laughs> like, that's how far zoomed out it is we don't we don't get to see uh something that would have been a better movie like those guys who captured rayquaza a couple ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah we didn't even get like a weird snippet this time that one segment i just described is the only thing that isn't almost like stock in this intro because yeah. it's almost entirely like wildlife has pokemon pokemon are everywhere
1: everywhere
2: I like when they said there are possibly even thousands of them and I went not for another like 12 years but yeah you, you
0: got a bit to go before thousands we're um,
2: at like half of that man <laughs> Keep
0: up. I like that they're like we're there in our cities we can't get them out our cities are teeming with Pokemon
1: no matter how many mine and we burn for fuel Mayor <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike Hagger cannot find a
0: solution <laughs> he just cuts to him fucking pile driving an onyx are you a
1: bad enough dude to mulch all these mining <laughs> is the intro where we get the shot of the chick with like every evolution so far or is yes. that yes. like yes no that lady is living the fucking dream she is yeah
2: yeah that aroma lady's going crazy with all her evolutions but not all of them not really sylveon's missing so uh wrath month
0: <laughs> man so they end this intro by being like, hey, check this out. It's Ash from Palletown with his partner Pikachu. They work side by side. And in this image, Pikachu is the most pissed I've ever seen it while Ash is just making Ash him face. It's like, OK, Ash, we need you to look cool as the sun sets behind you. And he's like, OK. And he's like school photo facing.
3: Yes, I was about to say, it's like he just like somebody told him to make a photo for his school face. He's really upset because he wasn't allowed to get the galaxy background that cost your parents $9 <laughs> Poor, Ash. Poor, Ash. Poor Ash. Do they still do that? If, if, if you're like if you're like under 30 in the comments <laughs> tell us if you still had school photo data
0: <laughs> yeah extra points if you're like anywhere near 18 frankly if you could just tell us if they had the option for the galaxy background for extra let I, us know
1: I didn't remember them offering extra for that I don't remember that that's I crazy I feel like it happened uh, once around here see yeah it's a thing I got all my pictures done in private school so it was an arm and a leg anyway <laughs> right exactly well, yeah that's
2: also true I think the last time they like gave me a thing to, to give to my parents and be like hey can i get like the cool purple one was like middle school yeah so
0: we transition from this very cool shot of ash and pikachu to the woods where the narrator like somewhere in these woods is a new pokemon waiting poised to make itself known to our heroes heralding the start of a new and fantastic adventure and then we get it shaman oh. it's the boy shaman is so cute it sneezes and it walks up to the water and drinks <laughs> some water and it's cute oh, and It's would so die cute. For it's, it's so, cute. so cute we have to get this out now because from here on <laughs> we might want to bury this fucking <laughs> I, sassy child of a pokemon i feel really bad i can't see it was i thinking of the gen 4 remake guacamole. guacamole yeah yeah i spent this whole movie thinking about bowl of guacamole shaman. <laughs> Anyway, as Shavin takes this adorable will drink of water for the river, Uh,
1: Dialga just shows up and is like, "I too want a drink. (laughs) 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 Let me lean my Muppet face into the water. It's a real mouth, I swear."
2: It is summer. I require big sippies.
1: (laughs) he is cute too we swear
0: and I'm just like wow this is this is an intense scene but I didn't expect us to cut to another dimension where Girutina is also thirsty is the implication of it just watching Dialga drink so much so that Girutina tackles through a portal and starts dragging Dialga and Shaymin back through it yeah what the fuck's up with
1: that we're opening with horror Uh, he knows that Dialga is a fucking terrorist (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. It is very it true. It would have
3: made sense if I did this in the last movie, but I wasn't there. <laughs> I,
1: I was
0: delayed. <laughs> that Darkrai creep was keeping me from him.
2: That bitch, Darkrai, didn't do his fucking job, so look who has to come up in the next movie and actually get shit done.
0: True, true. Dark is a terrible hall monitor.
3: Guillotine is just off screen in the other movie, but wearing Joker makeup. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As Giratina drags them to hell, it's being watched by some guy named Zero and his <laughs> VTuber AI assistant, who later I catch the name of,
1: who's called Infi because her <laughs> hair makes a Mobius strip. Mm. Yeah,
2: Zero and Infinity. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's weird. With
1: all the screen time that guy gets in this movie, you never once see his dual disc.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm, I think I think this guy's a little bit low rent for that even.
1: I think his voice actor did voice someone in Yu-Gi-Oh!
0: <laughs> well well no shit. Not
2: in the original season, but in stuff afterwards. Yes, he's I think the Galaxy Eyes guy from Zexel.
0: Meanwhile, well I won't talk about him until later. Anyways, oh hey, he's here. So some weird hiker looking dude jumps out with an eye camcorder on a weird tentacle arm coming out. Right? And he's like, oh my God, look at the. Fu- Wait, what is that thing? Zoom, enhance. And it's Shaman just hanging out on Dialga's <laughs> knee or whatever as Dialga Giratina battle. And he's like, I- Hey, what's up with that? How did he notice that? That is like <laughs> mini-school from his distance. Um, you sound like every member
1: of chat when I notice a visual problem <laughs> in a video. And how does he have a camera?
0: Yeah, I was
3: like, yeah, th- that's just his whole life.
1: <laughs> how does he have a camera that's not built into a laptop? I don't know.
0: Like It's been a couple <laughs> years. They've advanced from play school laptop technology. <laughs> hmm i guess this did come out around 2009 they're like maybe we should stop having them hold a whole damn laptop
2: it's iphone technology now
0: (laughs) iphone on a tentacle arm all your friends will love it and you definitely won't get kicked out of a bar diaga tries to escape this terrible dimension but gets dragged back in by giratina who is expelling noxious fumes as it flies past the camera and just basically farts this over onto shaman who starts flipping out into the air and screaming and explodes with green energy which opens the portal sending it back to the river it was just at this is a lot of powers i didn't expect very (laughs) fast zero very accurately goes what was that <laughs> I'm like, yeah,
4: that's where
0: I'm sitting, buddy. Dialga then's like, uh, I'm not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. It just flies through the portal after Shaven and blasts Giratina with some weird shot. Very upset by this, Giratina's like, ah! It opens its own portal to escape, but as it tries to fly towards it, it glitches and appears backwards, and then just ends up looping. To explain this, we cut to Zero, who is in a giant flying fortress that makes the guy from Pokemon the movie 2000 look like a peasant. Right? (laughs) Yeah. This dude is driving the Rolls Royce of flying (laughs) fortresses.
1: We are so back.
2: <laughs> He's also driving the Giratina Rolls Royce of Flying Fortresses. That bitch is just designed after Giratina. It is the funniest shit.
0: It's so good, and his outfit is too, because he has the yellow Giratina brackets on the side of his ribcage, which you notice when he stands up later.
2: Yeah, and then he just has the fucking number zero. On his chest, as if he <laughs> needs to advertise himself to fucking anybody. Yeah. who cares? Yeah.
1: Like, dude, no <laughs> one's. Look, he needs to look cool for his robot girlfriend. Dad, yeah. he looks like such a loser. It's great.
2: <laughs> uh, looks like.
0: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> looks aren't Some- deceiving. <laughs> so- sometimes you don't. You don't just normally print the number zero on your chest. Like, I get that's your name, but you need but to think about how much of a loser it makes you look. He was gonna take the picture of him pointing his thumb at himself and put that on the shirt but then he was like oh whatever oh, just no. put Zero <laughs> oh god anyway Zero's AI waifu explains that Giratina is stuck in an infinite time loop because of Dialga's horse shit that's great that's why the best thing in this movie Dialga would be like you know I can just throw you into time bridge jail. yeah no that's insane that Dialga would betray him like this and (laughs) leave him in another dimension.
1: Funny you should mention that. This Mm. does mean that we can accurately power scale Giratina into the DBZ universe. Because he has mastered Gotenk's scream to get out of a dimension power. Oh, shit. But he has not yet come to grips with Goku's just ignore time powers being done to you bullshit.
3: That's true. That's true. We have to power scale oh, no. Giratita as lower than hit. <laughs> it's fucked
2: up. <laughs>
0: Uh, we quickly get a title card sequence. There's a bunch of CG snowflakes. They were really uninspired this time, but it pops up with the Pokemon logo and there is a bunch of sounds that don't match the US version and it makes me wish I had the Japanese version to watch. Oh, well. And then it shows the title of the actual movie. End scene. Begin scene. Picnic next to the water. Ashdon and Brock are hanging out and for some reason it's playing a cover of Route 1 from Pokemon First Gen. I'm like, this is a fourth gen movie? We couldn't find any... You can license like a Green Day song that's ripped <laughs> off of this fourth 10-OST. You couldn't do that? Oh, well. They're doing a picnic. Brock says Ash can't eat it until he washes his hands and Dawn is really angry at him. Like, furious. She's like, you need to do that. What is wrong with you, Ash Ketchum? And I'm like, Jesus, Dawn. Tempered down. His hands are pretty bad though, honestly. Like, that seems ludicrous. That's true. I don't have the context of what he was doing with his hands to get them that nasty. Maybe she's fully on point right now.
3: Right? He's a
2: 10 year old boy. I don't want to know where those hands are. Were.
0: <laughs> we're
3: trending towards like Ash and whoever, just Brock and that girl just being his parents now. Yeah. yeah.
0: Luckily, those vibes aren't as prevalent in this film as they have been in the past. Brock reveals he made some extra special Pokemon food for the Pokemon. So everyone has to reveal all of their Pokemons and start whipping them out and they start eating. And they're all like, Yay, look at our Pokemon eat <laughs> instead of eating ourselves. And as they do this, Shaymin sneaks up and starts eating the pancakes Brock made. Strike one, Shaman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Shaman knows Shaman's value. <laughs> oh, oh? Brock was over here like, look, I made immaculate, big, fluffy Japanese pancakes for us. Hey, animal slaves, come get your fucking pellets. <laughs> <laughs> Shaman don't play that shit.
3: Those pellets are nutritionally balanced. If I had been there, I'd have swung a lawnmower down onto Shaman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pip play! agrees with Chris and ain't half of this <laughs> <laughs> it tries to take the pancake back from Shaman who just fucking bites Piplup's hand that is so screwed up Piplup starts screaming and pointing and then Shaman freaks out and jumps on Ash's hat and it knocks over a grill and I'm like, Jesus Shaman, <laughs> you just saw so much, you've been in the film for like one whole minute. The grill explodes when it hits the ground causing uh, fumes to go everywhere and Shaman absorbs these fumes and then explodes with a green light causing a rather huge explosion, but everyone seems disheveled but not overly harmed. Piplup absolutely pissed at shaman right now just starts screaming at the top of its lungs shaman's like i I gotta go this is bad and starts crawling off screen left and then the left side of the screen is every other pokemon looking like they're (laughs) gonna tear shaman limb from limb
2: it's so good
0: (laughs) this is a tree joke (laughs) that was for you aggro anyway don (sighs) the Dad's like, no, guys, we don't need to be pissed at Shaman. We need to wash Shaman off. Shaman's dirty. Um, and then Shaman goes, "Uh, oh, thank you." It just speaks. It speaks telepathically to everyone. It's like this bath was a little chilly, and you could have been gentler. But yeah, I guess it's nice. It's okay. I'm gonna give it a three out of ten
1: on Google reviews. <laughs> I, I just, I want to point out that there there are Pokemon that die if you put them in water. <laughs> yeah. So she finds this weird grass type she's never seen before that's powered by pollution and decides, you know what this thing means? <laughs> Running water. And
0: it gets even weirder in a second when they go, it has a temperature. And I'm like, uh, it, 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 how do you know what the normal temperature for this fucking Pokemon is? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? It fucking
3: eats mercury. What the fuck? <laughs> like, How are you deciding what a, the right temperature is?
2: If a single fucker on that screen had pulled out a pokedex to check what this is beforehand this could all be forgiven because apparently shaman is so well known that nurse joy can just like info dump on them later oh yeah these idiots did not even think to be like okay all pokemon are different how do we take care of this little fucker dawn just immediately throws it in the fucking cold
1: water were they still using the decks at this point because i don't think we've seen it in a single movie
0: yeah we don't really see them a whole lot in the movies we have seen them before but i guess at this point they're like no nah, i'm a pokemon professional i don't need to refer to anybody it's
3: like the dex is always there though like at least in the, in the anime these movies are only six hours long now so they don't have time <laughs> to have a scene with the pokedex
0: Whatever,
1: (laughs) it looks grass like grass type love water all times. Whatever,
0: I know what that is. It's a tentagruel. (laughs) That's not a Pokemon. Yeah, it is. Get the hose. (laughs) Uh, they they talk to it and they're like, Hey, what's your deal? Where are you from? And it keeps going, I'm from over there. I'm from over there, you know, over there, over there, and they're like, This bitch is crazy. And the chicken's temperature, and they're like, Oh, it's sick. So they bring it to Nurse Joy, who's at a Pokemon Center, and they scan it with, like, black lights and explain, hey, that's Shaman, the gratitude Pokemon. (laughs) Brock says, hi, I'm Brock, the gratitude person. And he squeezes out as many lines and propositions as he can before Krogun just poison jabs him in the back and drags him to hell.
2: Now, I'll give him this on this one. My name's Brock. The gratitude person might be the smoothest he's ever been. <laughs> yeah. so just outright going, "Marry me, ma'am, please, please." I'm so lonely and horny, please. <laughs> and, and he immediately goes, "Like, you know, we could be friends if you want. It, it's, it's not weird. You could just say no, and then Cro-Gunk stabs himself." So, yeah. Honestly, one of the best attempts Brock has made. I'm still glad Cro-Gunk is there.
0: <laughs> You're totally right. Yeah, this is probably the most medicated Brock has been in one of these moments.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then Krogunk just upped his dosage. (laughs) Shaman comes out of the room. They explain they healed it. And this is really where we start characterizing Shaman. Like before we could write off everything on Shaman was sick, I guess. But Shaman goes, I don't need to be healed. I heal myself. I am hungry, though. I need food. And baby, want food. (laughs) Blender. (laughs) Chris is like, I'm going to make that guacamole bowl. <laughs> I want to point out, uh-huh. in Pokemon Sun Moon, the TV series, there uh-huh. is a Shaman that is just cute. <clears throat> and so you're saying not all shamans are psychopaths? Yes. Maybe maybe this was some exception to the rule. Dawn feeds it a Poffin, of which it is not a fan at all, and then it expels a cloud of smoke out of its mouth and into ash's face and this is not an accident just to be clear every time this happens shaman intends it because shaman's evil (laughs) nurse joy explains that it's just using seed flare and that separates toxins into light and water and then it expels it shaman says they should be grateful to her or it for doing that at the picnic The giant explosion. Nurse Joy then explains that Shaman did this once and leveled a whole forest. So luckily, luckily, your girl didn't have more toxins. (laughs) Shaman demands to go to the flower garden. Nurse Joy explains in a whole sentence that conveys meaning that there's a migration ritual with Shaman do where there's a new flower garden that grows wherever they stop and they need to go to a specific flower garden. That's why this child is going to be screaming this the whole movie. Shaman then randomly goes, I can fly. Ash is like, that's cool. And Shaman's like, you can't, huh?
1: (laughs) Put him in his place. (laughs) For the rest of this movie, Ash is constantly ready to throw hands with his hedgehog. And it's great.
2: I'm shocked he doesn't a single time, I'll be honest. Me too. I think he's afraid of fighting the Shaman and Dawn. Because I
0: think Dawn would take shame side frame one. Yeah. Team Rocket is watching all of this from a closet. I guess they just hang out of the closet of Pokemon centers nowadays. <laughs>
2: right. Look,
0: rent's rough. <laughs> we're in a post-scarcity economy, and somehow they still don't get to
1: live indoors. They owe a lot of people a lot of money, and Pokemon centers are neutral ground.
3: <laughs> Team Rocket makes them buy their uniform. It's like one of those shitty restaurants. Oh. Like, no, we'll take it out of your salary. Also, you have to pay us for the training we gave you.
0: I really like the idea that the Pokemon centers are neutral ground. So that way, you know, we just get the head of the estate from fucking John wick to come out and be like, Ash, this is neutral ground. You can't conduct business here. (laughs) They go outside. Oh, wait, I forgot to explain. Team Rock is delusional and thinks they'll get rich this time. Anyways, they go outside. (laughs) (laughs) It's always (laughs) implied. Yeah, they're they're just making up a scheme. They're like me when I was eight years old, and they're like, this book says this penny is worth a billion dollars. And it's like, no, that book says a billion of that penny were made. That is the opposite of what you think. Anyway, they go outside. Shaman starts to bloom and tells them it's that way. So they start running that way. But then, in the middle of running, Shaman starts to panic and screams, they're here, they're here. And I'm like, is this an exorcist thing? What are we... Out of nowhere, Team Rocket just grabs Shaman and starts running. And they make a funny joke about this. And they're running. And it's a very funny moment until a hell portal opens <laughs> in a metallic piece of art. And Team Rocket <laughs> starts screaming bloody murder as they're sucked to hell. Don, I believe it's Don, It could be Ash pulls the shaman out of their hands, and as they fall into the portal, they all synchronize, scream, Slippery Fingers! And I'm like, "That those are great last words, frankly. I hope to go in a way that is that funny. Anyways, the rest of them are stuck outside of the portal, and they're perfectly fine for, like, four seconds, and then the portal sucks them in, too, except for Brock, who's just outside going, What the f- Fuck just happened. <laughs>
1: why, why do all movie
0: writers hate me? <laughs> <laughs> I bet Brock asks himself that a lot.
2: You know, I think Krogunk may be a self insert character for one of these movie writers, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest.
0: It's just going to be misery one of these films. Brock keeps waking up and Krogunk keeps poisoning him and putting him to sleep. <laughs>
3: it is genuinely bizarre how long Brock has lasted. Yes, he has survived. Two heroin swaps. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm wondering when we're just going to open one of these movies. He's just going to be gone. Not even addressed. He just, he's just vanished.
0: That'll feel weird for me, even though I think it's inevitable. Yeah, but... I think I think it's soon even. I oh, think really? it's
2: really soon, actually. I think it's like black-white is when they get rid I of I mean, them. we're wow. already
3: like two movies into somebody else wearing his skin. <laughs> <laughs> Every other voice I've gotten used to, but Brock not being Eric Stewart is just odd.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm starting to sort of get used to it in general, but there's the occasional line that takes me out. Shaman, upon arriving in the hell dimension, says, I hate it here and want to leave, but then Giratina attacks. The crew tries to defend themselves against this, but then that weird hiker dude from earlier shows up and says, you can't upset Giratina. Okay, this this bothers me the whole movie. Can, if you unspoiler the image... <laughs> this dude to me looks like this Digimon. Uh,
2: why do you think Edemon, he looks really? like that? He's, he's not him. No. This is
3: yeah. This is strange, Bob. I had no idea why you put this here. Yeah,
1: you've got a dent in your brain on this one. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the same weird hair thing. I don't know. Also, India looks like a monkey for some reason. That is
0: that is not a Digimon. That's a man in a suit.
3: <laughs> Fair. Well, that that's like half of Digimon, Dan.
0: Oh no. <laughs> weird hiker dude instructs them to follow him down a back alley they start going down there and gravity is like low and they're like whoa this is crazy and they start doing moon jumps to walk but then it normalizes again and they're like oh okay and they start running down the stairs piplup did not get the memo and just eats shit going down the stairs and i'm like this is kind of funny but at the same time
1: can you stop being so brutal to piplup this time
2: piplup is funny because he's so fucking stupid i love him
1: (laughs) Yeah, he, he is a weird little blue Donald Duck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the weird hiker guy introduces himself as Newton Graceland. In his field, he's considered a genius. Ash and Don mumble something about how humble he is, and Shaman calls him a weirdo, which cues him stumbling in a clown honk sound. This will continue. He explains that this reverse world is the distorted world and that it doesn't intersect at all with the norm. Real quick, though. Who here has played Platinum? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was just me and you, Shibuya. I was like, so no one else here knows what the distorted world looks like? Um, I played it. Oh, yeah? A million years ago. Uh, I did. It was really cool. Sometimes the walls were on the side and sometimes you walked on them. It was... It was Neat. very
3: cool as on as on the DS they used the they use the elements of the DS it's very, good. <laughs> it's very I cool. You can say like
1: this place looks like a, a cool place to show up in you know newer Pokemon games with the with the uh, art style they're using in the 3D. Uh, it also conceptually doesn't make any goddamn sense whatsoever.
0: Uh, no, visually, th- like, if you just look
1: at images of both, this looks nothing like the distortion world from Platinum. He's like, it's the reverse world. I'm like, what is it the reverse of? The regular world, it's categorically not. <laughs> this, this is just random Looney Tune shit.
2: Okay, but, but the inverse of a world that makes sense is a world that doesn't, so...
0: <laughs> I really I really like the idea that if we... T- Hands slightly to the right of Team Rocket. We're going to see that Dodo from Looney Tunes just being like, no Dodo,
1: Dodo, Dodo. Fucking love how Team Rocket's like, well, we're in a hell dimension. Must be a movie. <laughs> <So, laughs> Shaman explains, I-, I need
0: to not be here. I need to get to that garden. I California. <laughs> and Newton says, I can get you out. Team Rocket. Doing the thing, Agro just said. Newton became obsessed with the distorted world and has been researching it obsessively for five years now. Shaman calls him a weirdo again. Honk. Spitting truth. There's some weird purple black clouds that start appearing, and he explains that if they appear here when the real world is imbalanced, with the real world's irregular. <laughs> if only the real world <laughs> the would get some does more that fiber, mean? dude. <laughs> Fuck it, I watched the movie twice and I can't fully. The distorted world corrects itself to maintain a balance in time and space, is what he says after that, and that's just what we're going with. Pip love gets close to the cloud, and Newton screams to not inhale it because it's poisonous hip is dead
2: <laughs> yeah this is a thick purple fog and if you walk towards a thick purple fog in a fucked up distortion world i'm sorry that's natural selection at work excuse me right? is that
0: a delicious miasma ready for me to
2: inhale <laughs> it's like
1: i've been here a long time so maybe it's just me but um don't breathe in the ominous purple cloud <laughs> sorry if that's a warning that was needed. (laughs) I don't remember. Oh boy,
2: free neurotoxins. Yum. (laughs) 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 It was just a
0: skeleton. (laughs) It's like a fucking Crash Bandicoot death animation. Oh, my God. Oh, man. They explained Tyman's face collided and unraveled each other, which was the last movie, which we reviewed last time on Pokemon Go to the Movies. Giratina apparently watched that battle the whole time and was so furious it attacked Dialga in the real world when it was drinking water. But Shaman Seed Flare managed to help Dialga escape, which means Shaman... Is a criminal. <laughs>
1: it's true. I thought you were going to say
0: this. Giratina was day drinking. <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad it was God. day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting on its distorted porch drinking beer.
1: It's got a white Russian in each of its weird cape fingers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone realizes this is why Giratina is so angry at Shaman, <laughs> who then blooms smugly. We're not sure if it's the blooming or smugness that causes Giratina to then sense it. They find a bubble with Brock in it, and Ash immediately accidentally pops it, causing him to get knocked over violently in the real world.
1: I thought he was going to get, like, Machima squished.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Luckily, Brock is just at hurtling several feet and landing on his ass confused because he has no idea what's up about how this world doesn't reflect the real world too well they walked like a mile (laughs) Uh and then they found the bubble with Brock well yeah it's
3: It's like the nether in Minecraft where (laughs) it's much bigger than the normal world Whereas i think it's backwards the real world is much bigger than the nether we
0: so. cannot spend so much time investigating the sense of the mo- because what to be clear the game does not reflect any of the shit we've said about the distortion world basically well this is a reverse world it's totally different Dan. i don't no, know they're why they're you're both th- the distortion world i'm sorry <laughs> the weird thing is i think the movie calls this the distorted world and the reverse world but does not call it distortion world anyway Moving on from all of this Giratina shows up Shaman jumps onto Ash's head Tries to get him to run but it's not fast enough Giratina grabs Shaman with its mouth Which is like really horrifying Cause it's huge and has those side Pincers that are yellow But it wasn't really Shaman There was Substitute They find a rift after realizing Shaman's safe and, oh, Shaman's so smart. And then Shaman goes, damn right I am. Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) They find a rift that they could get back through. So they all jump in, causing them to slide out one by one out of that reflective metallic art from earlier that they got sucked into in the first place as they're escaping though newton tells ash they need to avoid mirrors because that's how giratina can see the real world and if these movies keep having horror movie rule sets
1: i'm going to lose it <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about that's just to stand power <laughs> <laughs> seriously stay away from mirrors it's just some fucked up shit to tell anybody <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i guess i mean because
0: there's the Is this existentially horrifying for me Nah you just ugly Team Rocket misses the rift and Almost died but In this moment one could say Team Rocket Was betrayed and left in the distorted world (laughs) Giratina is mad (laughs) I should have put that shit on a button this episode (laughs) Elsewhere, the AI waifu explains to Zero that Giratina is surfacing and Dialga is nowhere nearby. It's outside of the radar's range. That's right. This fucker just left the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe this. You ever just start shit and then leave the film you started shit in to arrive in another (laughs) one? He just wanted a drink. He just wanted a drink. He didn't want to get involved in all this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like if just some guy started some shit in a bar and got it burned down and now the people who burned it down and the original bar owners are doing a fight for the rest of the movie. And that guy's just... He just left. He's gone now. He ain't going to deal with any of this. Ash tells the others <laughs> Newton's grave warning about mirrors. And as he says this and explains this thing, the art behind him, this weird metallic structure, starts rippling and shaven screams, it's coming! So they start running away and Brock is flabbergasted because he didn't go to the distorted world he has no idea what they're talking about or what the hell's going on zero sees this from his grand palace and says he's going to deal with things himself it's only now that i noticed the giratina brackets on his outfit because he has to stand up and walk out of the room and i'm like these are great
3: pjs dude yes that's also when i noticed it
2: yeah same here
0: The main crew's now on a bench. They're explaining things a bit to Brock. Shaman continues to be a little shit. And then Zero flies up on a weird hover glider and an army of Magnemites, Magnetons, and Magnazones. And he says, hey, I want Shaman. And they go, uh, we don't think you're Shaman's friend. And it's like, (laughs) he's not. No. (laughs) So they start blasting their way out, run down some nearby streets, and eventually sneak onto a train, losing the trail of the horrible horde of Magna's. Shaman, I hate how many times I need to say this in this film. The scene starts with Shaman saying, I'm hungry. (laughs) Brock (laughs) tells Shaman there's no more pancakes, so Dawn feeds it a poffin. Shaman leaps into Dawn's arms and says, Dawn is so much nicer than Ash, and Ash is mean, and then sprays him in the face with noxious
1: fumes. It's at this point that I wish Shaman was in every episode of the anime from now (laughs) on. (laughs) If you mix Togepi and Chikorita and made it hate Ash... (laughs) it would be this thing and i love it
2: so i have an important question okay what the fuck did dawn put in those poffins (laughs) because the only time shaman like spits the gas is after eating a poffin bitch what the fuck is in those yeah
0: they're toxic in some way
3: they have stevia
0: yeah they have stevia stevia (laughs) just does that to you Uh, you
2: know what? Fair enough.
0: <laughs> the moment this happens, Ash is so clearly about to go Homer Simpson on Shaman and go, Why are you
2: little? <laughs> just
0: grab his fucking neck. But uh, doesn't because he would have to fight Dawn and you could see that in her eyes. I, I just had the realization. I haven't watched enough of the Pokemon with Dawn to know uh-huh. if she is actually a bad cook. And it's like that stereotypical anime thing of like, This woman can't cook. Right. Huh.
2: I don't remember enough of it to clarify. Yeah. I feel like just you already have Brock. Why risk anybody else entering the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> why, why even risk it with these fucking 10 year olds when you've got a dude who's like, what, 15 and knows what to do? <laughs> we won't risk
0: even a single poke life. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you saw how that food looked. Obviously, Brock knows what he's doing. We're not even sure Dawn actually made those poffins. Maybe she does in the anime. No, she, she said she does at the beginning of She said of that. she does. I don't trust her. <laughs>
2: she might be stealing credit, but whoever she's stealing credit from is not that good either.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, clearly mass produced. Maybe a little stale. Maybe she got them at one of those discount bulk stores where it's like, yeah, the food's like a month out a day, but it won't kill you. So on this train, a bunch of people are there and... We literally just have a giant circle jerk about how great Shaman is.
4: <laughs> so good.
0: <laughs> they're like, "Oh, Shaman, you're so cool. Look how pretty Shaman. Shaman, you're great. And the shame Blooms." And they're like, "Oh my God, Shaman, you're so cool." And shaman's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "And once again, we don't know if it's the blooming or the smugness that causes Garretina to yet again sense them." Back in the real world, another person on the strain has a bouquet of flowers that looks <laughs> like
1: Shaman. I made it out of Shamans. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, I took some avocado and I spread it all over <laughs> this like styrofoam ball and then I put the flowers in.
1: Chia.
0: Yeah, no, this is the Chia <laughs> yeah. Pokemon, clearly. They explained that these are cedia flowers, which I'm disappointed to find out is not spelt anything like Quesadilla. It's mm, um, such a shame. It, it really is. As they explain this, though, you know, the train goes into a tunnel and everything darkens and it's like, oh, the windows behind them are kind of reflective. That's really scary. But then Shaman inhales the pollen from the Gracedia flowers and changes into Sky Form Shaman, which looks a bit like Caldeo to me. Like I've always had that thought. The lady on the train's like, oh, my God, look, it's, it's so cool in the sky form. Everyone loves this movie right now. And then explains <laughs> that they need to get to the quesadilla garden where shamans go. And we explained that earlier a bit. And shaman goes, I need to go there. That's where I need to go. My friends are there and I'm going to miss them. And then Don. In a moment that's really weird almost and disjointed, goes, I love when things turn out right. <laughs> and then a bunch of Magnazones and tons and Dites. Attack!
1: Oh shit, the movie was still happening.
0: Same <laughs> Pikachu and Piplup fight them all off except for Magnezone, who's trying to break it through the window <laughs> like it's a
1: tyrant. Can we talk about, at this point, the terrible matchups they keep sending yes. at these electric steel it's, types? It's driving me insane. I'm like, not
0: one fire type. Okay, sure, yeah, that's...
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go electric and water types. This is going to turn out great. Does
0: anyone have a ground type Pokemon? Brock?
1: (laughs) Brock, do you know? He doesn't anymore. I don't know what happened to his whole lineup. I will include dual types.
0: (laughs) (laughs) God damn. Somehow it works out, though. Like, they have no issues. (laughs) Yeah, it keeps working out. Whatever. Failing upward. Anyways brock's like wow good job shaman i think you changed a little bit when you turned into sky form and then shaman says it's thank shaman time which was such a weird thing to say i had to play that back a few times i'm like that's not a thing
1: anyone says he's the gratitude pokemon
0: blender And then and then, in this moment, Shaman confirms still burnable refuse. The random people from the train wave off the main cast. They are now boarding a boat, which is heading up the river towards the quesadilla garden. Elsewhere, <laughs> Zero rides a bank tube down into the computer room where he's met by his eight anime waifu projections. <laughs> this is cracking me up so bad, because all I can think of is that and guy who'd pranked <laughs> out a hundred of his waifu. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Don't talk
3: about that fucking guy. That guy lost the mandate of heaven as soon as I found out he hasn't actually played the fucking game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my God! Jesus Christ! That's a
0: lot to get into.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm. Mm. It scares me who he would actually do that for if he ever played the game. And now I'm. I'm better off. We not can't.
3: We I can't can. go down. Okay. That we hole. can't Let's keep go. going with the movie with this horrible, yeah. oh guacamole creature.
1: Okay, so I love this room a lot. Okay, because it really is emblematic of who this guy is as a failure. <laughs> because he, he had the tech and the resources to line up like. Eight screens in this room so he could all, like, be surrounded by his computer waifu. Motherfucker didn't have the tech or the resources to just make a fucking hologram.
0: No. No, they're just all flat billboards. Transparent. (laughs) Sad. You
2: see, all the resources financially went towards building the Giratina ship and then getting the commission for the rig so he had nothing left at that point
0: (laughs) he paid someone in vr chat thousands of dollars to make his anime waifu rig yes that's so great it's like i spent more money on that than the ship (laughs) 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 anyway as he arrives at his anime waifu projection room which is the main chamber she explains the giratina surface just once Which is a weird phrasing. And he said, I knew it. And then tells her to calculate where it's going to surface next. We're on the boat again. Brock explains glaciers cutting into the land as how these rivers were formed in the mountains. And explains there's still glaciers located deep in the Gracedia flower garden, too and then we get a truly unprompted whimsical scene of tons of water pokémon swimming around and f- shaman flying into the upper atmosphere going wee <sighs> piplup now assumes it can fly so it leaps off the boat flaps in midair and just belly flops straight into the water but it is not To be discouraged So swims quickly up to the surface To keep jumping into the air Assuming one of these times it will figure out how to fly Ash is like Hey Pikachu you want to have fun too So Pikachu rides to Ravia (laughs) Next to Shaman And they fly around and there's whimsy And then they splash water on on Ash Out of a waterfall that causes a rainbow and, And yeah They splash Ash And Ash is like oh my god I'm wet shaman grabs him by the ear and tries to fly away but goes uh you're too heavy and i'm like shaman can we you suck do we do we really need to go to fat shaming tear if you suck like jesus and then just flies off without ash ash takes off his hat and is unpromptedly said that shaman will leave someday even though shaman really really sucks in this movie yeah it's like he's worried about losing butterfree again It's like, that's not what's happening here, dude. But then, out loud, Ash is like, haha, it's great, actually, that Shaman's leaving. And Don, for some reason, reads this as completely genuine and just kicks him in the shin for it. On the Flying Fortress of Cool Guys, Zero watches a tape of him and Newton working together back when they first entered the reverse world. Newton goes, only Giratina can move freely in and out of this world. And Zero goes, then let's get this power for ourselves. (laughs) Good thing you watched this for the audience. <laughs> Zero, watching the tape in the current timeline, ominously says, Soon it will
1: be all mine. <laughs> and he's like, let's study Giratina so we can have this power too. And his, the professor's like, no. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 what? But shouldn't we advance science? No.
0: <laughs> the AI tells Zero that Giratina has just surfaced. In the water next to the boat, light appears. They realize it's a portal. Shaman says, I'm not going in there again, right before getting sucked in there again. Zero flies into the portal right after them. In the reverse world, or distorted world, or distortion world, or... The Lootie Toons universe with the Dodo bird. Shaman challenges Giratina. Ash says, you go, Shaman. But then Shaman immediately gets home. <laughs> Ash is like, Pikachu, will you fucking help? Just like Jesus Christ. So Pikachu rides the star and they start doing a battle in the sky. And oh my God, Shaman's yelling its name a lot while shooting beams and blah, blah, blah. The time of day changes in the normal world and thus in the reverse world as well, I guess, because the light amount and the the color temperature of it changes. So Shaman turns back into the land form and loses the ability to fly and just lands right on Ash. They start running from Giratina and screaming. Ash asks Shaman why they're always on his head when they're running away from stuff. Shaman says, so that way we get eaten together. And Ash is like, ah, very funny. Newton shows up and the main team, runs up a bizarre spiral pathway to his cave, which Brock is like, what the hell's going on as he runs up this path? Because He's new to this. Giratina is now circling outside of the cave while Zero explains how happy he is to be home where no one can bother him. Zero's such a loser. You had a gigantic spaceship with eight waifus. Is that not enough, Zero? Can you not just go to the North Pole and live I, your I, life? Right? Just make it your fortress of solitude, right? Just park that thing in an iceberg.
2: He can't just be a neat. He also has to be the world's worst incel.
3: He's <laughs> He played a Shin Megami Tensei game and got really into the idea of the world re origination. Yeah. Like, I have to have my own dimension where no <laughs> one will talk to me.
0: Team Rocket apparently has just been in the reverse world fetching things for Newton, just random bottles and things. But Jesse and James sell it as, hey, we're his top pupils. And Meowth's like, no, we're not. Clearly, we just get random crap for him. Shaman runs up to Meowth, who it's just met, reminder, and goes, hey. I want food. (sighs) Meowth calls it a greenback, which might be racist, and then gets sprayed in the face (laughs) by Shaman's smoke. (laughs) Two magnemites immediately show up, grab Shaman, and fly outside of the cave. Everyone follows it outside of the cave, and then they get grabbed. (laughs) Zero is explaining he's going to conquer this world and says Newton is dumb for hiding it from the people. Zero looks at a purple cloud talking about how people defile this reverse world. And these two ideas really don't mesh up well. The Magnemites <laughs> spin around the dark cloud and then funnel it into the main characters. And then after trying to subject these humans and a normal Pokemon to it, they then shove in Shaman so it can absorb it. And then Zero yells, do it. Use Seed Flare to open a hole for Giratina to get into the real world. The main cast explains that Giratina isn't going to eat Shaman, but is just trying to get rid of the magmite. That's why it's flying around and screaming, and Shaman can't hear them. So as Giratina flies at Shaman, and to be fair, Sh- you know Giratina earlier grabbed the substitute Shaman with its mouth, so I don't even buy the main cast saying that it's not going to eat Shaman. <laughs> yeah, just, Giratina just wants his machete back. What's the <laughs> problem? <laughs> <laughs> Giratina then scares Shaman by flying at it too fast. So, of course, Shaman uses Seed Flare. Opens the world from the normal world. Uh, Everyone's sucked out, including Giratina. In the normal world, everyone lands. Giratina emerges from the portal and changes form. It is no longer Noodle. Zero's ship shoots Giratina with a giant laser and traps it in a CGI electric cage. I... The sentence I'm about to say... Okay. So... They have a crazy cage and machine to analyze Giratina in order to get the information about how to control the traveling between the two worlds. Of capturing Giratina just now, Zero says, or actually AI says the first part, Giratina is reverting to its condition before making contact with Dialga. It is already capable of entering and leaving the reverse world. Then Zero follows up that Giratina's reverse world arrival has shattered the time loop, and tells his AI, Infi to start scanning Giratina to absorb the powers. This is a pile of words that didn't make any sense no matter how many times I played it back, but whatever. We're moving on. Noon explains he invented the device that they are now using to absorb Giratina's abilities. He abandoned the project when he realized scanning Giratina would kill Giratina. Flashback to where Newton deletes the entire project. He freaks out, and then Modern Timeline Zero goes, It won't be long before the reverse world is mine, and I'll rule it like a king.
3: Giving this character any backstory makes him a million times goofier than the guy from Pokemon the Movie 2000. Because this Mm -hmm. is just like, you got laid off from your job at McDonald's and showed up a week later with the Sky Fortress. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's really bizarre. So... Recap on the status of everything right now. Giratina trapped up in a ship in the air that Zero has, being scanned to get its powers. Everyone else on the ground. Weirdly enough, a detail I left behind because it's a really bizarre thing that makes no sense. Zero left his hover glider thing on the ground and just rode a magnet zone back up to his ship, his flying fortress. Don't know why. Because he's dope and he does dope shit. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's on the ground, Newton starts to stand on the hoverboard thing, and he's going to chase after Giratina. Ash and Dawn are both going to board it, too, but they deposit Shaman in a garden and go, you can stay here, and just drop <laughs> his ass there.
2: <laughs> yes. Good. But
0: coincidentally, this flower garden has the power of quesadilla, so Shaman changes forms, and now they all fly up and start doing battle with the Magnemites Magnazones. I'm going to go very quickly through the next parts because it's the action scenes. They attack the electric cage with normal Pokemon powers, but it doesn't work. Newton explains he'll have to go inside and stop it himself. They do a bunch of flying around, land briefly, so that way Newton could go, hey, blow up this wall with Flash Cannon or whatever, and then blows up the wall, and then they run in. Ash and Dawn, they have their Pokemon out. They're doing battle with all the Magnemites. Zero tells Newton he's too late, but then Newton's like, check how fast I can type, It just starts hitting (laughs) all sorts of colored buttons that have no letters or anything. It's very good. Infy explains, hey... We've been hacked. and The the scan stops at 99%,
1: which means Giratina, I guess, is 1% from dead. Well, no, the scan is harmless. It's just, you know, the blade that comes out when the scan is done. (laughs) Can you imagine? There was no way to get the software to work without the blade, so we just left the blade in.
0: We just won't know the last 1% of everything about Giratina unless we bisect it. (laughs) Isn't Giratina a ghost? Yes. So he invented something that can kill ghosts?
2: <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's what
0: the blade is for. <laughs> <laughs> All the machines stop spinning. The cage around Giratina falls apart. Giratina is no longer its captive newton runs out to explain that in order to stop the scan he broke the whole damn ship and they start screaming i love when the scan stops Giratina just falls onto oh, yeah. the device oh no it's so good oh, because like they all leave normally and as they're leaving Giratina does like it's like me after a triple crunch wrap and it just daddy rolls off of the machine into the lake <laughs> And no point wasn't Giratina escaping it was just gravity working on it Zero takes off in a smaller ship that comes out of his flying fortress and as Giratina power bombs into the lake Zero also flies in after it the ship crashes into the ground and I feel bad because my first thought is wow this is a lot like Star Trek Genesis the next generation movie when the (laughs) ship Enterprise crashed into the into the planet that was a cool shot do you think the car NASCAR is on the ship (laughs) Giratina emerges from the lake. (laughs) Apparently, it passes out on the ground. Pikachu's like, Yo, I think this guy's dead. Yeah, Pikachu pronounces him dead. (laughs) Everyone goes, Oh my god. (laughs) He's got the watch and everything. (laughs) Yeah, time of death.
2: Where's the pulse on a ghost Pokemon, Pikachu?
0: Pikachu can to it via the electrical waves you can pick up ghosts on electrical waves that's half of ghost
1: shows yeah it's, it's, he's, he's
0: a PK meter yeah he's a PK meter exactly the wildlife start gathering around like it's Bambi or the Lion King for a moment as they watch shame and use aromatherapy on Garatina to bring it back to life such bullshit it is such bullshit and it is done through the really annoying method of shame and yelling Shame over and over again but giratina's revived so good job Shaman. too many yeah. sandlers showing up i have to say that too many sandlers. too many sta- there's t- too many sandlers too many too many too many Stantlers. that's a thing now <laughs> yes that is the thing <laughs> 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 are you sure yes <laughs> okay all right i'll have to just trust you on that one <laughs> according to newton the one <laughs> i'm sorry I'm sorry, this isn't this sentence is so audacious. I actually genuinely struggle. They said this in the film and I cackled. According to Newton, the wildlife cares about Giratina and knows how important the
1: reverse world is.
0: <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just a bunch of standlers. <laughs> this
1: is some serious astroturfing. <laughs> Everyone loves our product. <laughs>
0: Zero's mini ship erupts from the lake and has a, an elaborate as hell camera wise, but awful as hell looking transformation sequence as a couple metal pieces come out, but the camera's spinning insanely fast. Zero then shoots Giratina ineffectually, and everyone on the shore goes, Yo, fuck that guy, and starts shooting back at him.
2: Good. Because just moments ago, Giratina was the chillest motherfucker on the planet. Pikachu and Shaman both climbed up I and mean, he just looked and he was like, yeah? yeah. Hello, guy. What's up? What's how, up? How you doing? If you don't spoil it, that first image I posted, it is one of the funniest things because his pupils literally move as Pikachu gets to his head. It's and really Pikachu's good. just hanging out.
0: Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> such a happy dude. In this one shot, he's just like, her, her, what's like, up? Like the entire
2: movie is built up to be the scariest thing in the entire film, and then at the end of it, it's just like, huh.
0: Yeah, (laughs) he turns out to be way cooler a guy than Dialga or Palkia. Or Zero. Mostly
1: Dialga. Mostly Dialga.
0: I don't know. Palkia apologized to just. No, he didn't. Palkia was attacked.
2: (laughs) Palkia was publicly shamed into an apology, but at least there was an apology. Palkia is the
0: kid at school who was attacked first and he gets in trouble. Mm -hmm. That's
1: what that movie was. You can tell he was in the right because Pokemon Spectre here didn't go after him. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. The ship flies around and I'm reminded of
0: 90s TV CGI animated shows. Just it looks kind of rough in the same way that this might be a beast wars or something. Zero opens a portal to the reverse world because he has that power now. And Team Rocket sees him fly in and they're like, we don't care how awful the person inside is that he can maybe get us out. Hey, and tries to wave him down. <laughs> Zero sees a shard with the main cast and is, attacks it, causing a giant explosion to them in the real world. Giratina then opens a portal to the reverse world, and Ash and Shaman use the weird hover glider thing to fly into the portal. Ash on the Goblin Glider. Uh huh. <laughs> Zero keeps talking about how he's going to protect his lovely reverse world and attacks random ice crystals, which shattered a glacier nearby in the real world, revealing a temple that contains Regigigas?
2: Yeah, oh, it's had
1: enough It's act 3 yeah. now bitch
2: It's not a top tier Pokemon movie Without a sudden Reggie jump scare <laughs> In the middle of the third act Because yeah we do that now
3: Unfortunately for all of you That purple shit is neutralizing gas <laughs> <laughs> It should just start playing the Ava
0: battle music <laughs> As it shakes to <laughs> life uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah Reggie guy, it should be uh, about 5 times His normal size for sure <laughs> <laughs> he just starts to leave his dope ass temple. Massive glaciers start sliding down towards Newton and the crew, and they say that this was Zero's plan. Zero also says it was his plan. I don't buy this for a second. Zero seems really stupid. Pikachu and Shaven attack Zero. Zero screams that he's just trying to protect this place. A bunch of Pokemon use ice attacks in the real world to freeze the lake, which will hopefully stop the glaciers. This includes Bidoof. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I follow the logic of the only thing that can stop ice is <laughs> ice. more ice, ice. Yes.
2: Yeah, I don't know. At least there's an attempt being made except for the four Aeron and the Leron who are just standing here. Rose really think they're on the team here and I I don't know if I respect it or pity it.
1: Look, when the Adhuge's <laughs> squad shows up to help, uh-huh. the whole Hooch's squad shows up to help.
2: <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. <laughs>
0: Ash and Giratina are both attacking Zero. In the notes for these movies, I have to clarify that this is Ash's Pokemon who are attacking, and not Ash, because that shit is absolutely on the table as an option after these other movies.
1: Ash could take this guy; he really <laughs> like, could. Straight up,
0: yeah, Zero in a ship versus
3: Ash. I don't know. My money's probably on Ash. Yeah, but that ship came right out of the Sega Saturn, so I don't know. All I could think of the whole climax. I'm like. This just looks like a fucking PS1 cutscene. Like the textures, everything. Yeah, are you saying this is like, this is a ship from Radiant Silver (laughs) Gun? I thought it was
1: an Einhander boss.
3: The thing that specifically (laughs) kept jumping into my mind is like, this looks like some shit from Bomberman Hero. (laughs)
0: Wow. Newton explains that the glaciers will crush the gardens and the town nearby. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry it's still like oh no this huge thing of ice is coming down the hill what should we do I think we should add more ice to it (laughs) this is the worst type matchup movie in history it really is I, this is one of the only times where the villain's plan explicitly involves, I'm going to kill a lot of
0: people. <laughs> I still don't but buy it that it his was his plan. plan. Like, I know everyone's saying it, but I don't buy it for one second.
2: This is him lucking into. An evil plan with casualties he did not account for this this is just him going with the flow better than most other villains
0: no it's true it's absolutely true like this is straight up the bount arc moment of haha we tricked you to open the portal <laughs> <laughs> this was our actual plan Regigigas emerges from atop the mountain with a herd of Mamo swine to stop the glacier. It starts glowing with an orange energy that emanates throughout the glacier. It's pretty cool. In the reverse world, Zero traps Giratina under some ice shards that it shatters and tries to blow it up, but Ash shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Zero is had enough and just rams them off the glider. Which is, like, way smarter than I thought Zero would be. It's like, yeah, just hit them with the ship. Like... However, they get onto his ship and start boarding it and crap. But then tentacle arms emerge and start grabbing them. They have Pokemon start attacking them. Shaymin's like, hey, what's up? And blows up shit. And I saved you guys. Ash and Pikachu are freed from their claws. And Ash withdraws his Pokemon. Ash yells at Zero to stop destroying this world. Zero says, if anything is destroying this world, it's the it's the real world. In the real world, our main team is just cheering on Reggie Gigas, and I'm starting to wonder how they even know Reggie Gigas's name.
1: Everyone knows Reggie Gigas. <laughs> you have to be aware. Everyone has had the dream.
2: <laughs> Everyone has heard tale of Reggie Gigas, and if you do not respect Reggie Gigas, you will not live to respect anything else. <laughs>
0: Zero is going to do something to Ash with this <laughs> ship, but then Giratina holds him and stops him while Shaman flies up and uses Seed Flare, opening another portal to the real world. Giratina shoots Zero's ship, which sends it hurtling through the portal, and then it crashes into the glacier. The main cast immediately frees him inside of the glacier. <laughs> all of his systems start breaking down including his AI waifu and this dude folds like a chair and just goes guess this is how I die
3: yeah that's what happens when you have depression like uh, one thing went wrong it's over
1: he's like I'm sorry dad looks over at a framed picture of the guy from Pokemon 2000 <laughs>
3: They should have just had him scramble for a gun in the glove
0: compartment. <laughs> <laughs> he kicks under the fucking dashboard and a compartment
1: drops open with a handgun in it. The blade just shoots into the cockpit.
0: <laughs> oh, man. And then it's all Dawn's fault. She has to live with that for the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They they don't understand that they've sealed a
1: man in an icy tomb and they're just going to leave. Dawn does Pokemon contests. Do you think she hasn't killed a man before? <laughs> Those things are basically beauty pageants. Yeah.
0: Shaman flies through the portal and crashes onto the ice going, oh, I don't do that well with cold. It turns back into landform, hurtling through the air. It's about to crash into the ground. But then Dawn catches it. I'm convinced if Shaman hit the ground, it would have made a squeaky dog toy sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> The portal closes with Ash on the other side. Giratina heals the glacier from his side by healing the ice crystals because that's anyway and then he opens a portal for Dash to dramatically fly out with him and they're like oh my god whimsy and then they fly around a bitch, <laughs> they fly around a bitch. <laughs> Ash thanks Giratina who looks over to the side and just flies off leaving Ash on the ground and they go huh and Newton goes out loud, I wonder if Dielga is near in the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> the cast watches the sunrise. A ton of shaman arrive at the Quesadilla Garden. The main shaman thanks everyone for helping them get there in time. The garden blooms. Ash says, it's really great to see this place. I'm sorry, reading verbatim Pokemon dialogue, (laughs) because, you know, if I wrote it down verbatim, it killed me at some level. So reading it directly is really hard for these shows. It's really great to see this place. And then Shaven says, does that mean you're grateful? Ash says, yes, I am grateful. And Shaven says, Ash, I may say, I'm grateful to you too. And Ash says, thanks. (laughs) It's a beautiful moment.
4: Get the (laughs) way
0: Shaven cries while telling the main cast they'll never forget them. It crawls and turns into sky form and flies away. The main cast is moved. The shamans start flying in a circle overhead like it's end of Ava.
1: They descend on the main shaman because they're so mad he's back. They ditched him in the woods before for a reason.
0: Yeah. I like how Ash seems, you know, like he's on the verge of tears. Dawn does not care. Not at
1: all. Mm -mm. They're leaving and she just is completely indifferent about it. Dawn doesn't get attached. Nope. (laughs) That thing was not going to win contests. (laughs) you know why because it would open its goddamn mouth Mm -hmm. the whole quiz portion down the drain
3: (laughs) we don't like we don't see this in the show but every time one of dawn's pokemon only gets second place she just like puts it in a basket and puts the basket in a river it's like (laughs) bye now (laughs) someone else's problem We only have winners on this team.
0: <laughs> she she would bring Shaven. Shaven would only get the, through two of those rounds. And then, and then it would just be the Kung Pao scene with the baby. She
1: yeah. would just roll Shaven down the hill. She it would just keep going. She'd give it a little envelope and say, here, this is for Gary's Rattata. And then she'd throw it off a bridge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the Shaven circling overhead formed the Sky Bouquet. Huh? Uh, Like the title of the movie? Oh, my God. And then they fly away in a reindeer sled formation. (laughs) For some (laughs) reason in my brain, it just went, it's like Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is framed like that. And Shaman says, farewell, my friends. Ash starts to cry while they all say bye to Shaman. And then a 2009 religious pop song starts playing, basically. (sighs) Holy crap.
2: No, Dan, it gets better. Did you see the name of the guy who sings this song in the credits? No. Aaron Brotherton. What? The dude's name is Aaron Brotherton, and for some reason, that shit—I lost it. I was losing my mind, laughing in the middle of these credits.
0: Oh, I should have checked this IMDb.
3: Ah, kids bop—that makes sense.
0: Kids bop, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) oh so that makes that make a lot of sense as it's like do we all appreciate the beauty around us every day and i'm like what the fuck are we talking about (laughs) (laughs) we were dealing with shaman for a day (laughs) during the ending sequence uh it's revealed that newton and officer jenny excavate zero from his ship before he commits the final (laughs) act
3: Fucking Officer Ginny fucking crowbars open his fucking cockpit, and he's just there with a gun <laughs> in his mouth looking up awkwardly.
1: There's like three fucking <laughs> arcanines in the wide shot. I'm like, so you do have fire types.
0: <laughs> Ash sends his mother a bouquet of gray flowers. Brock sends Brock's grandfather a bouquet of gray flowers. And uh, Don's mom gets one, too. Team Rocket is on the mountain. They're connected via rope, like you see sometimes, to protect each other from falling off the mountain. To only then fall off the mountain and awaken. Reggie guy gets to get blown the fuck up. The movie finishes with a dramatic shot of the camera panning up to a new city, and I I make a joke about how Dialga and Giratina should be fighting over that city in the distance.
2: Give it five minutes into the next movie,
0: right? That has to be the (laughs) opening act. The next movie is about Arceus trying to get his children to chill. Anyway, that's it for the recap for the movie. But before we get to our plugging our Patreon and our actual segments, we have a new segment for this one. Canonically to just the movies and how they portray them. Does Darkrai suck more than Shaman? Because, man, Bob. No, Shaman sucks so bad. Okay. Absurdly so. Like, Darkrai took a lot of L's, but he doesn't suck. Aggro.
1: Oh, man. This is hard because I really love Shaman, <laughs> and he sucks so hard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't worry. He's one of many. This Shaman sucks, but not all Shamans suck.
1: Oh, but this Shaman is so good. Uh, but, <laughs> like. Oh. Yeah, e- even though he is my favorite little guy, he sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Chris
3: Shame sucks so bad. <laughs> it's it's like it's like guest of this movie,
0: your little brother. <laughs> <laughs> California. Uh Yagato.
2: Uh, Speaking of little brother, I went to look up the IMDB for some of the people in this movie. Did you know Shaman in this movie is portrayed by the actress who did Tails from Sonic X up until the first Sega All-Stars racing game? Oh my god. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Having said that, making the little hedgehog be voiced by Tails does not stop him from being one of the worst star Pokemon in one of these fucking movies. Darkrai is infinitely better.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say Darkrai pulls through pretty cleanly compared to Shaman. Ate shit a lot, but wasn't annoying kid brother energy. Shaman's truly terrible because every 10 seconds, a new scene started, I will ask for food. <laughs> yeah, and blowing smoke in everyone's faces is a real bad look, bro. Anyways, we need to get to our segments. But before we do that, did you know we have a Patreon? That's true. You can go to patreon.com slash GB podcast. That's a gigaboots, GB GB Podcast, where you can get access to an episode basically a month early, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, and help support us doing this insane show and maybe some other insane ones that take over seven years to record all of. That's patreon.com slash GB Podcast to get access to this episode and many more a month early. First segment, Whimsy Meter. How whimsical was this movie? <laughs> Overall, just so we're clear, it's the movie at large, not any one scene where would shit
1: turn on the valve. We are going to start with Aggro. This movie had a, a lot of the same vibes as some Russian fairy tales, where it's it's got a clear through line of one event happening after the other, and they're all related. But they're all batshit insane, and some of them literally don't make linear sense. <laughs> A lot of the events in this movie could be bone chillingly, mind breakingly horrifying or they're just kind of weird and neat if you're going along with it. So I'm going to go ahead and give this one like a seven on the whimsy meter and just ignore everything else. Just put it away out of your mind. Everything's fine. This is totally whimsical.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The whimsy seems there in strong amounts occasionally but it doesn't have a lot of strong lasting value and it almost feels saccharine and artificial in a way it's, it's very bizarre. The whimsy in this film, I feel like it's not one of the more whimsical ones. I'm, hmm, I'm going to give it a five. I'm pretty torn on this, but I'm going to say it's split right in the middle. It's not quite as whimsical as the last movie because there were a lot of look at how amazing this tall structure is. Look at these amazing mechanics this beautiful garden etc cetera, etc cetera. this film really just leans on oh my god it's a flower pokemon that flies Shibuya, what do you think
2: see even if the whimsy is kind of saccharine it's still whimsy and despite this being a giratina focused movie like giratina has top billing right there with shaman uh, it's shockingly light because we turn ghost alternate dimension satan into the chillest motherfucker on the planet who just has beef with the one guy. Yeah. <laughs> so all of the whimsy of Piplup in the ocean with everybody else when they're on the boat and Shaman flying around and the entire sequence on the train, it's whimsical. It's There's not really a single moment aside from this glacier will take out the entire valley if we do not stop it. And even then you have the whimsy of Reggie Regigigas summoning so many fucking mammoth swine to just help push it. So I'm going to give this one an eight. Because it has a few moments where it's like, yeah, not really whimsical, but saccharine whimsy is still whimsy.
0: Bob. Yeah, I also think this is pretty whimsical. We get like the seaside town or mountainside town, I guess, the boat sequence, even the fantasy reverse world is very like fairy terror like like it's there's a whimsical nature to it. its weird distortion. It doesn't look just horrifying. It just looks kind of neat. So, yeah, I also have to rate this pretty highly. I'm I'm going to sit with an eight as well. Chris Wolfart.
3: I didn't think this movie was that whimsical. Like, so much of it was about hell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But hell looks cool.
3: (laughs) That doesn't make it whimsical, though.
2: Hell has moon gravity. That's whimsy.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty whimsy, but... The ending of the end of Evangelion is is cool looking. (laughs) It's not whimsical.
2: (laughs) Okay, but end of Ava doesn't have moon gravity. Check me. (laughs) That's what I was
1: kind of talking about with the reverse world. Like, depending on how you tell that story, it could be whimsical or it could be horrible.
3: (laughs) So I'm going to have to only give it a five.
0: Okay, that brings our total to 33. Average 6.6. But we're already moving on to the next check oh no hey have fun Dan. Dan. okay (laughs) let me just take off this jacket because i'm gonna overheat doing this if i'm not prepared okay hey guys did you know there were some pokemon in this movie i didn't notice no way oh would you like to hear all of them that were in this movie
2: (laughs) please
0: well this movie had (laughs) <laughs> i just in this moment i took this deep breath my eyes dart up to the url to make sure i'm on the right movie because i realized the worst thing in the world is i read the long la- wrong list <laughs> and then have to go read the correct one immediately thereafter
2: oh yeah
0: this movie had pikachu meowth hippelups doravius turtwig chimchar buizel gliscor 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 whatever Baniri, pachirisu ambipon Swinub. Pseudowoodo, Krogunk, Happiny, Glammeow, Magnamite, Magneton, Magnazone, Shieldon, Teddy Ursa Smeargle, Fluffy, Rhyperior, Magmortar, Shaman, Giratina, Dialga, Palkia, Regigigas, or Regigigas is what they want me to say. I don't know. Mamoswine, Frostlass, Cresselia, Leafeon, Eevee, Espeon, Umbreon, Glaceon, Flareon, Jolteon, Faporeon, Snover, Abomasnow, Agron, Laron, Aeron, Swablu, Altaria, Stantler, some might say too many. Ursaring, Togekiss, Swellow, Wingle, Pelipper, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot, Farfetch'd, Thero, Lugia, Magikarp, Remoraid, Mantine, Chincho, Love Disc, Goldeen, Quillfish, Whale Lord, Kyle Ogre, Drapion, Hippop... I've actually never had... It. Hippopotas. That is hard. Anyway. Hippopotas, Hippowdon... Absol, Geodude, Graveler, Golem, Sandshrew, Slash, Steel Excellaments, Sita, Heracross, Pinsir, Jumpluff, Bob, Victory Bell, butterfreed, Shroomish, Oh my god. Shroomish, brelum, Sunclorn, Rhyhorn, Kangaskhan, Cubone, Dugtrio, Tauros, Executor, Rapidash, Murkrow, Honchkrow, Pichu, Smeargle, Wooper, Magby, Wait a second, these are in the Pichu posse. We didn't even watch that short. Oh no. <laughs> Teddy <laughs> Now we're out of the peachy posse. Electrode Ghastly Coughing Luxio Perugly Electivire Combi. sphiel Celio Walrine or Walrine. Finion Luminion Centret Ferret, Bidoof and Babarrel. Listed under others because they have Pokemon and humans as categories. Others, Infy. So true, Infy. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. That's our Pokemon for this movie. Uh, Now time to do the Dex check. We're going to see how good everyone thought it was. Here's my problem. Normally, this isn't how I operate, but in this movie, it was at an all-time low. I feel like barely anyone other than a very small set of main cast Pokemon got to do jack fucking shit in this movie. I feel really bad that we have all of these really cool dudes just sitting off on the side like Smeargle. It's just like, what's up? I guess Bidoof got to shoot an Ice Beam. But I think they have some good picks here. I want them to do more with them. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you six. That's the best I could do. I just talked to my manager on this. That's the best deal I could offer right now, movie. I'm sorry. Can't go any higher than that. Shibuya.
2: Yeah, I... This is a Dex that feels like it was cherry-picked to have a lot of really good ones. Because we're shockingly lacking in Gen 1 rep for this. Like, to a degree <laughs> that feels insane for a Pokemon movie.
0: We're, we're just in a world with no Rattatas. <laughs> yeah, <Finally>.
2: shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the picks that they made are strong, but I fully agree that they're underutilized outside of, like, three members of Ash's team, Piplup, and the Legendaries. That being said, there are both a swineup and a Sudowoodoo in the main cast, and they were underutilized, but they're there, so it gets a six from me as well.
0: Yeah, it it really is the moment of, like, if they didn't have a picnic, would Sudowoodo done a thing? No,
2: <laughs> the, but the fact that he was there is elevating it by probably a full point.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to see a Sudowoodo. Bob, what are you What are you thinking? What's your dex check coming in at? Yeah, I'm in the same situation if they did not have enough for them to do but that was i appreciated how many there were we even had frost last in there for a few seconds it's true so normally this would get an eight from me Mm. unfortunately (laughs) too many standlers (laughs) oh no (laughs) too many It goes down to a 7 cuz there are too many Stantlers. Bob,
2: Bob Stantler debuff.
0: Bob, Bob, this is terrible. First you want all Rattata executed. <laughs> now you want all Stantlers executed. Just this is coming just coming for the normal types. This is terrible. Look, they reduced the real deer Pokemon next gen. Oh, oh my oh. god. Oh. Wow. Oh. The real deer
3: Pokemon's next gen.
0: <laughs> oh. Chris, where's your Dex check coming at? once
3: again this movie slid off my brain like fucking teflon yeah i understand i enjoyed the scenes of of all the pokemon going you know what'll solve this ice <laughs> <laughs> so i'll give it a six for that
0: yeah i do feel like if that scene didn't happen and the picnic scene didn't happen ain't nobody doing anything except for pipla pikachu it's daravia basically hey Agro, hmm. tell
1: us how we're wrong Actually, no. I was really happy to hear that the, the underutilization problem was picked up on across the board. Yeah. You, you've got, I mean, like not a lot of strong picks doing good stuff. You've got some some weak. Here's a group of things that no ice beam at the end. <laughs> uh, what's really propping this lackluster lineup up is that Garatina rules. Yeah. E- even though it's transformation of finger cape to finger legs is a sin. <laughs> um, Shaman is just the best hands down all years Reggie Gigash showing up like Mothra at the end of the fight is amazing it is and what this movie lacks in a high number of quality picks it makes up for in a few quality picks that exist in a high number massive crowds of Magnemites and Magnetons, entire herds of Mammoth Swine, and so many beautiful, majestic <laughs> Stantler, you dumb son of a bitch.
3: Man, a grass fan and this? Agro is just racking him up. Come at me. <laughs>
1: Six.
4: Okay, <laughs> that's, that's fair.
0: Look, I was pretty happy that they had the Magna Zones. I didn't expect anyone to pop off over (laughs) Stamler.
1: I speak for normal types who can't speak for themselves.
2: You know, I didn't really expect any strong feelings about Stamler one way or the other. So to have strong feelings in both directions is a fucking shock to me.
0: I didn't realize we had such a divisive podcast. Is this one of those like weekly shows where we have to have somebody defend both ends of the political spectrum?
2: it's it's your english class where it's like all right someone has to play devil's advocate here except (laughs) someone is way too willing to play devil's advocate (laughs) in this one
0: we move on to the gun check could this problem have been better solved with a pistol (laughs) shibuya gato
2: anybody who says no is insane Literally, when Newton is deleting the files, he should have also deleted his uh, assistant. (laughs) Right. And then we're good. Because the moment. No, you don't understand. The moment your assistant who is participating in your unethical experiment, is like, you can't stop even if it'll kill the Pokemon. You have to take a good hard look at yourself and realize what will happen in the next five years if he is left unchecked. <laughs> and you have to go, this is for the betterment of all hu- of humanity. Yeah, that, I, I see where you're coming
1: from. In my research, I discovered there are no laws in the reverse world.
0: <laughs> because- oh no! <laughs> They'll never find the body!
2: and as we've established left to his own devices zero would not take the out until it's too late mm-hmm. but by then the damage is done yeah. So the only instance where the gun really helps is if newton has it that's true at least for me
0: that's a hard argument for yes bob i think there's even more times that a gun could have
1: ended this pretty well <laughs>
0: so, when he shows up and somehow off-screen captures all of them with the magnetites uh-huh ash just reached has the gun <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to turn his wrist a little bit, because he's always got it in his hand. Yeah, that's true. He's not in the super ship at that point. No. He it hasn't detached from the Flying Fortress. He's just riding that weird glider thing. He's on the Green Goblin glider. Yes, and then the entire cast just guns him down. You know, we can even say that, like, Newton could have done it in that moment. He could have been like, I realized the mistake I made years ago. <laughs> right? And just bam. Or we have the other option of Ash jumps on the flying ship. That idiot opened the cockpit to yell at Ash. What a (laughs) moron. (laughs) Hmm. Chris, what do you think?
3: Of course a gun could fix this movie. There's so many points a gun could fix this movie.
1: (laughs) Aggro? Yeah, I think if you just went for a, a nice, peaceful walk in the woods with a couple of rounds of 410 and uh, shot a certain guacamole-flavored hedgehog (laughs) before it could interfere with Giratina enacting street justice on a time terrorist, (laughs) everything would have been fine. Yeah, that's that's
0: so true. I'm going to have to agree with Agro and everyone else on this one. If not in any of those other instances, then absolutely in the one where it's like, none of this happens without shaman causing this imbalance dialga would be trapped in the reverse world forever serving for its crime <laughs> what is the next movie even about that i'm so excited to watch that and imagine the version where shaman didn't fuck shit up and let dialga out we're now moving on to mvp who is the most valued pokemon of this movie and Bob, you are blessed yet again, and you get to choose first. <laughs> hmm. We had a decent number of Pokemon who did something. Not a whole lot, uh-huh, but they accomplished something. Yeah. <laughs> and yet I'm going to go visit to Pikachu, cause he saved Piplup from dying in hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Who knows what Piplup's last moments would have been if it fell. God, that would have been so fucked up. It's just,
1: what? Yeah. Like, you're does looking over the side, and Newton's like, yeah, shit's like that in the reverse world. Yeah, he just falls forever. He's going to die from starvation before <laughs> anything else. I'm trying to remember,
0: what happens in Gravity Rush when you fall off the Floating City? Like, does it just revert gravity for a second so you don't, or do you just I think fade to black? it
2: just, to like black? cuts to black.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happens. Hmm. I don't want that to happen, Piplup. <laughs> Chris, who's your MVP?
3: Reggie Gigas, I guess. <laughs> Look, he was like the stern dad watching over this whole thing. He could have gotten involved and resolved the entire plot at any time. So it was a comfort to have him there. He's just
0: Android 18's the fucking ship. (laughs) (laughs) The flying fortress goes overhead. He fucking leaps in the air and dunks (laughs) it. That would be so damn good. If only for as violent as the other Reggie's from that movie.
1: Right? (laughs) Just lasers everywhere. He's so fucking cool. He is. He hops out of his ancient temple like, this is not how you stop an iceberg. Good <laughs> off my line. <laughs> Agro, who's your MVP? Uh, Giratina, making the objective observation of who is at fault in certain space time clashes <laughs> and going after the real villain, maintaining order in the universe. Because Arceus isn't going to get up off his little stick footed ass and do it. <sighs> <laughs> this is terrible. My pick was
0: going to be Noodle Tina, <laughs> where he's in noodle form. <laughs> but you've clearly just described the actions of Noodle Tina, so I have to choose someone else. I'm going to go with Magnezone because, holy shit, Magnezone trying to cram its way through a window (laughs) like it's a tyrant
1: in Resident Evil is horrifying. It's so fucked up like that one eye shows up like a giant is about to pick up your train. (laughs) Yes
0: oh man it, it is actually really cool uh this is probably a cringe thing to say but this should make a horror game that's pokemon <laughs> no i think
2: that'd be awesome
0: it would there are a lot of scary pokemon that sun and moon gym that is horror themed is really good mm-hmm. like aesthetically at bare minimum
2: yep.
0: uh shibuya who i'm sorry you have to go last what's who's your mvp
2: seeing as the two main players obviously reggie gigas and Giratina have both been chosen i'm gonna be selfish for what the fourth time in a row and just say sudo woodoo. he's a funny guy i love him i wish he did more but keep on trucking big man
1: just investing for the future one day
2: D- yeah did- listen he's gonna be gone one day and i'm gonna be so upset oh, no. i need to cherish Don't him too while late he's to pick here. him then
0: oh that's terrible did he get a salute in before the movie just annexed him did he get a what a salute one of his little oh.
2: Not in this movie, I don't think. So we've got one more. One more attempt. One shot. One opportunity.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real shame that the movie writers keep writing pseudo woodo as shoulda woulda. Oh anyway. Oh,
2: God damn
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> At least when he's gone, I can't say that anymore. Now we are to our possibly most important category is Ash in a coma. Is he? I don't know. We need to discuss. <laughs> We start this segment this time with Chris Wolfart. Chris, I'm going to say yes, and there's been some problem at the hospital,
3: so he's been briefly taken off life support, which is why <laughs> his consciousness God. is keeps going into the reverse world. <laughs> he's actually dying. <laughs> Luckily, his parents won the court case and got his life support turned back on.
0: <laughs> like I was like, is that should have come? But my argument will be yet again that they are cutting off the oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> The reverse world is a pretty bizarre manifestation of this child mind being like, it's like the real world, but opposite. And Agra's like, no.
3: False. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like running out, like his child brain is running out of experiences to, uh-huh. to turn into delusions. So he had to go back to the Pokemon 2000 guy. <laughs> and be like, well, well, we'll change it a little bit and that's the thing.
1: Yeah, okay. That checks out. Agro, what are you thinking? Yes, along similar lines. This is why Team Rocket just sort of shows up in the closet at the Pokemon Center. You know, these are his doctors once again chasing his ego through his subconscious. They've decided, however, to try dosing him with powerful hallucinogens to try and jumpstart his brain. (laughs) Now, he's aware that this is happening because, once again, Ash can take in sensory data from around him, but he's 10, so the only drug he knows is pot, so he's conceptualized this Uh grass-type Pokemon Uh Uh in order to focus this idea Uh, that's what the segment has become (laughs) as he keeps trying to shunt away the effect of these hallucinogens into their own dimension and schism them from his main experience so he doesn't experience the full mind opening experience which might jog him into consciousness a place of harsh reality that he has come to fear wow Powerful stuff. I have a similarly well thought out argument. Ashes
0: in a coma because only a child could pretend Shaman is this important and powerful. <laughs> Sh- Shaman then opened a the portal to the real world and I spit my soda out.
4: <laughs> I'm like, you fucking what?
0: Yeah, he yelled a hole in the hyperbolic time shaper. Why couldn't Shaman do that? Oh, right. Look, he had sure. to absorb the time gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First, he had to make the donuts, okay? Shibuyo, what are you thinking?
2: I think this one's a little more complicated than most because on the one hand, you have the combination of a lingering trauma of being taught in school that the world is burning alive and pollution is killing the planet and that it is your civic duty to put your plastic straws in the recycling container lest a lone squirtle in the ocean choke on it and die. But I don't think Ash's coma brain would... Invent a legendary that sucks this bad, despite you know, your like, Tina feeling like the devil because Ash is from a Catholic family. Yes, <laughs> there's conflicting signals here, mm-hmm. but I think on the whole. I'm leaning towards no specifically because Shaman sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fair. Uh, you think you would imagine a better personality <laughs> for your legendary? This
1: is misery only the real world can conjure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> if Ash had been allowed to throw hands with Shaman a single time, at least once, then this would be an entirely different story and I would say yes to the coma.
0: Yeah, I feel like if Ash could have just flowed up with his Koba power or his aura and punched the ship to break it, then absolutely. If his king
2: of the sea powers had activated, it would be over.
0: <laughs> Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I also don't think he's a coma because, Shibuya mentioned, Shaman sucks too bad for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one... I'm sorry, if his dream is literally this legendary is my bad little brother, uh-huh. It's not a good look.
1: It's really depressing actually yes maybe it is his little brother maybe he's finally been allowed to visit him in the hospital right yeah that's what i was thinking <laughs> they left about him just alone because they thought he was gonna have a moment but he's like i hate you ash yeah. you suck for being in this coma
2: <laughs> i thought you were gonna bring up the guilt of his brother dying in the car crash <laughs> i thought that's where you were going with it
0: Little brothers just like they care about you more than me, Ash. Even though I can spend time with them and we can go on trips, all they ever care about is seeing you.
1: We don't get to have Christmas because you're in this fucking
0: bed. I hate you so (gasps) much. No wonder Ash has so much baggage. (laughs) Jeez. Well, we're moving on to the next segment. RCSX Machina. How big are the plot holes just so the movie ends on the status quo of the show? This is a 1 to 10 scale. Agro, you get to start us.
1: Uh, I mean, I, 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 think we're at a one here at this point. Like this is all wrapped up nicely. We're going to pretend the reverse world doesn't exist because it's some stupid bullshit that doesn't make any sense and affects nothing. Yeah. One day Giratina will successfully drag Dialga to hell and that'll wrap that up nicely. So, I mean, there's really nothing more to, to bring into the regular continuity of the show. Everything's tied up in a bow. Yeah.
3: Can you imagine the fucking terror of somebody after you that could get you in any reflective surface? (laughs) Like, he just looks someone in the eye and Giratina comes out of that person's pupil (laughs) and gets it.
0: Spent this whole time because of Agro being like, uh, Giratina will get him. I was just like, it's televised, and Obama's just like, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. (laughs) (laughs) And then they show the footage of Dialga being dragged to hell by Giratina!
2: Oh, Dan, the best part, timeline wise, I think the Arceus movie will line up with that. Yeah! World. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> I actually am really on the same number as Agro. One out of ten. This doesn't. None of this seems overly convenient. We now have a hell beast roaming the earth looking for Dialga who's trying to escape its crimes. <laughs> Nothing seemed overly convenient. Even that guy was going to freeze to death in his ship if they didn't get the cops up there in time. I don't know. There's nothing we have to hand wave off. There's no superpowers we have to forget. Nothing. This is pretty normal. Integrates pretty well. We might have to forget how much Shaman sucks. They might want to forget that at some point. I don't
1: think... Well... <laughs> Hmm. He should be in every episode. <laughs> God, I hate that so much. You remember how annoying it was when P would wander off and we're going to have to spend the next 10 minutes dealing with it? Imagine. Imagine Ugh. if that was Shaman and he stayed right where he was and called Ash a bitch.
3: <laughs> that sounds pretty bad, honestly.
1: What a show. Yeah, that's like
3: if the mod souls were in every episode of Bleach.
0: <laughs> oh, no. There are worse fates. <laughs> Shibuya Gato, what are you thinking?
2: I don't know. I Most of it wraps up nicely, and we don't really need to make any huge jumps in logic. Except... The credits clearly show that Regigigas is awake now. Oh, and no. And active. Regigigas is now a threat to anybody who wanders into its domain. Oh, no. Regigigas can and will start going on a killing spree, and we're just not going to cover that again. I, I hope not that a village
1: problem. remembers the ancient tribute rituals.
2: <laughs> Giratina being out there hunting Dialga is the only thing where I'm like, I don't know if we address this in the main show ever. Because I don't remember Diamond and Pearl, and I don't really care to go back and check. But <laughs> that's clearly set up for the next movie, so I can forgive that. I think Regigigas alone, though, warrants me giving this, like, a 3 or ai I'm going to settle on, like, a three. Okay.
0: Uh, three out of ten. Bob. Yeah, this is the first movie I feel like they actually tried to connect it to the previous movie. So just having done that, I feel like they're more concerned about canon than ever before. Yeah. So I'm also going to give it a one. Yeah, it's really weird. I came into this film and I'm like, oh, this film's dealing with the fallout from the last one. That's pretty cool. What do you mean the next one's dealing with the, all all of the, this and the prior movie? Is this an MCU thing? <laughs> <laughs> one moment. These are supposed to be one-off films. Yeah, when you do that, it kind of makes you bulletproof against this accusation a little bit because whatever they'll get it in the next movie. Yeah. Chris?
3: Yeah, two that's where I'm sitting. Like, there's not, there's not that much. Other than once again, it's like, okay, Ash, go back to your normal adventure where there aren't fucking guys running around in He-Man sky fortress. <laughs> <laughs> like, now is Ash just way, way, way atypical? Like, what's the rate per 100,000 citizens of the Pokemon world that encounter a lunatic with a sky fortress?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Probably not that common, right? (laughs) I should hope
1: not. I mean, like, there are a lot of maniacs who would, but it seems like Sky Fortress isn't, like, a popular aesthetic in the Pokemon universe. There aren't that many of them, so. Hmm. Okay. Well, with that out of the way, we now
0: just need to get to our ratings. Uh, For people who don't know, we rate these movies on a scale of 1 to 493, because that's how many Pokemon there are in the world for now oh crap we are starting with me this movie's pretty good it's not it's definitely not one of my favorites i don't think i'm gonna revisit it it has a couple neat ideas and sequences and other stuff but i am not really feeling it i don't overly hate it so it is not sitting that high i'm gonna give it a 210 next to shibuya
2: Yeah, I had seen this movie one time before, just in a call with people, and we watched the sub for it. It was pretty alright. I kind of just coasted through, and we were chatting and having a decent time. Watching it in dub this time is interesting, because there's some aspects of it that I think go up for me because of the dub, because Mm. the dub is so inherently stupid in places that it it just gets points for being so goofy. Mm. Yeah, And... This isn't a movie I would necessarily go back to, mind you, but I think for a turn your brain off Pokemon movie, this one's pretty all right. It doesn't have anything super objectionable about it, and it has a couple scenes that I like vividly remember as just being fun. Like, I will think of Giratina just looking at Pikachu on his head and going, What's up? for the next like three weeks at random. <laughs> so I think on those merits, I'm going to give it probably a 392.
0: Okay. Now we're moving to Bob. I like this a good bit more than the last movie. I felt like it was the cool parts of the second Pokemon movie, whereas the last movie was like the bad parts of the second Pokemon movie. (laughs) (laughs) All things are relative to the origin point of Pokemon the movie 2000. (laughs) I really like the train scene and all the stuff with the little town, but it feels like that's very little of the movie. Yeah. I'm still going to, I guess I'll let it roll with a. a 350. I like. I, I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't seek it out again, but it wasn't anything that I'm like, oh, man, it was really grueling to get through. But you would say it was worse than the Ranger movie. The ninth one. The one mm-hmm. two ago.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, then,
0: the, then you've chosen the correct number if that's the sound that came out of you trying to judge that. <laughs> I'm sorry, this didn't have a pirate with a super mech body suit, Right? <laughs> that's why my score is, like, significantly lower than that. But... Yeah. Chris?
3: Like I said, watched it twice. Can <laughs> barely <laughs> recount anything about it just because of its fucked up, bizarre structure. Yeah. Also, I fucking despise Shaman. I hate him. I want him to suffer every moment of every day. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring back Agent Orange just for Shaman. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I'm going to give this... A 127.
0: Uh, this is fucked up because you would use that on shaving and you would be like, you've yeah. only made me
1: stronger, Chris. <laughs> Powered by pollution. <laughs> Aggro, you're the last person. Chris is very apt in description of this movie. It's, it's basically Teflon. But <laughs> the parts that I can conjure are really cool, even if they're completely unrelated to the main plot. Like... Look over there. Reggie guess is awake. Is that important to us? <laughs> Not really. In
3: Agro's head, like half of this movie is Giratina doing American History X.
0: I wish it was that brutal and Giratina was just fucking ravaging the entire countryside. It's like Giratina murdered a
1: herd of Toros. It's so mad at you, Dielga. Where are you, you four-legged (laughs) pig? We're
0: gonna offer you up for the fucking sacrifice because we need it to stop ruining our
1: crops. So, yeah, like there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in this movie, but it's just kind of a weak movie, so I'm gonna... I'm going to give it a 300. For some reason, the absolutely brutal Giratina made me just think
0: uh, Pokemon the movie, Giratina the Sky Warrior, directed by that DC guy. I forgot the name of the director just now. Zack Snyder? Yeah, Zack Snyder, where it's just shots of Giratina looking godlike and descending on fearful people. <laughs> Honestly, I, I need
1: Giratina with, like, a, a, a chainmail coif and Rob Steiner's voice. And I, I want to see him do a six-legged Frankensteiner on a motherfucker.
2: <laughs> the scene of Giratina grabbing Shaman with its mouth and some DC fanboy just posts, the most brutal death in Pokemon history. <laughs>
0: Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Pokemon Go to the Movies. Um, I don't like who's currently leading the poll, so go vote more.